away from Christmas. Crazy. Hope you're done with your shopping. I'm not, quite honestly. I'm totally not, but that's okay. It'll work out the way it's supposed to, right? That new mantra, everything is perfect, everything is improving from James McNeil. I I tell you, there couldn't be a better month to to learn that mantra and to attempt to believe in it wholeheartedly. So I'm glad it's there. Okay, what do we got today? Martin Luther says, music drives the devil away. How many times have we seen a movie and liked the music so much we went out and bought the soundtrack album? It may have been classical music in the background or country and western or jazz or even rock. Perhaps the music was soothing or fun and spirited. It made us want to sing and dance. It was so good to listen to it. It made us feel good all over. Music of many kinds can enrich the spirit, drive away our worries, and soothe tension. It's a gift we all can have as long as we can hear. And many who are hearing impaired may still benefit from the rhythmic, rhythmic vibrations of music that are felt more than heard, which can be still soothing. When we take some time each day to stop and listen to music, we contribute to our physical well-being and to our spiritual health. As we appreciate it when those who have the gift of making music share the gift with others. We may even find a music-making gift in ourselves that we can share and enjoy. Today, help me take time from the hectic part of my day and allow music to heal and refresh me. I did not see that coming, but I have to tell you, this is a little ironic. A few minutes ago, there's a gentleman that I want as a guest on this show, and he uses music to help to help people. I believe it's more in the medical field, but it's part of it's part of what he's an expert at and expert at sharing. So, I'm trying to get him buttoned down for us. And it's just ironic that the reading is about music when I literally just texted him a little while ago. So anyway, music. As you guys know, I love Blue October and I love Justin and I love the music. And yesterday, coincidentally, had reminded me of one of his songs. And obviously, the show's not just to pitch Blue October to you. It's just that... His lyrics are so powerful, and it was just such a big part of my life the last couple of years, especially going to the concert last year, connecting with some people that are just freaking amazing, having that quality time with Kai the day we went to the concert. There was just so much good stuff about it, and if music didn't exist, none of that would have happened. So I'm very grateful for that. Then when I went to Asia... In January, we learned something about music, and I'm not sure if Paul invented this or created it or if he just shared the concept with us, and I will I will share this with you and 
maybe you can try to do it. I do it every day. I don't do it perfectly every day, but I do do it every day. So what he had us do was create a playlist of songs that we really connected to and tie in, I don't know, lack of a better word, maybe goals or aspirations to the songs and then you meditate on them. So for example, my playlist has, well, it has, I hope you're happy. And what, and the idea is to, that's the first and last song. I like having it on there twice, by the way. And that's even with listening to it every day when I jump on the show. So for that song, I have a visualization that ties to it. And the idea is kind of to tell the universe, you know, what you want for that song, I guess, or what, you know, you're visualizing results or something with the music. I'm not sure if I'm explaining this very well. So for me with I Hope You're Happy, when I listen to that song, there's a couple of things that happen or or the visualization, the biggest visualization for me with that song is I imagine my recovery playgrounds being open and the scene that I paint when I listen to that song, when I'm actually like paying attention and really meditating on it is opening night of the different in the different states and the different facilities as we grow the business. And I get to be on stage singing with Justin. I hope you're happy to everybody that shows up for grand opening that he allows me to do that, that he's there, that the band is there and that we get to just sing and engage in that song. So that's one example. There's, I'm trying to think what other songs are on my playlist. So I have High Hopes, that song from Dan- Disco Disco Panic at the Disco, I think it's called. So that song, what I visual, because it's High Hopes, right? Like it's about really getting to certain places in your life. So I pictured that one as, I know, I can't believe I'm telling you guys this. It's kind of a little, I don't know if it's, if it's, corny or whatever, but I don't think I've ever told anybody this out loud. But for that song, I envision myself dancing with Ellen because I'm on Ellen's show and getting to spread the message about gambling addiction and awareness and adults being able to play. So what songs resonate for you? What Think about, and maybe you start with one song or three songs or whatever. And the idea is really to sit with the music. And this is where I, when I said I don't do it perfectly, my routine is when I'm taking my shower and getting ready in the morning is when I play my playlist. And that's not really how I'm supposed to do it. I should sit still and just listen to the songs and imagine all the things that I want to come true. So I I have some work on that. And I'll, you know, give you the excuse of not enough time, but I'm just not making enough time. So that's totally my bad. Total transparency there. But why don't you try to pick one, two, three songs up to five if you want. I mean, you could do more or less to sit still for more than you figure most songs are about three minutes, three to four minutes. That's 15, 20 minute meditation. 
maybe some of the things I've never ever said to you haven't worked or connected with who you are, who you want to be, or how you like to practice things. So maybe this is a a new philosophy that you can try and implement. At any rate, the songs I picked, I like them all. So I enjoy listening to them, even if I'm not fully engaged. But I do remind myself as the songs go, it's like, oh, okay, this is what I'm supposed to be thinking about. And to help me, just a little trick for my iPhone users, I think you can make notes in the playlist. So I actually have written, like I have my playlist and then I have notes of what the visualization is supposed to be that goes with it. So when I hit the button, sometimes it reminds me. The other thing is, this is going to be like the, I don't know, the Debbie Downer side of it. But, and again, I'll use Blue October's music as another example. There's times we just want to be sad or pissy or process or do the things and they have a lot of songs that help for that for when we need to just process emotion that maybe we need to just work through so that we can go back to more happy emotion or free emotion or or whatever that looks like so there's a lot of powerful stuff I think that's part of what attracts me so much to them is if you listen to their music, there's the journey of when Justin was actively using and, and the story of his life to his recovery life. And it's really just beautiful. And also, you know how I tell you, like I'm getting ready to do the step 12 episode. And that was the first first step show that I did with the podcast, I think. I don't think I did step 11 last year. And I'm always talking about how it changes like my perception today is different than my perception a year ago. So I'm looking forward to doing this step 12. I won't listen to my last step 12 show, but I'll do a new one and see how it hits me and whatever shows up to share with, because now I've had a year more experience or different experiences or whatever. I'm just in a different place than I was a year ago. And I think the same thing happens with music. I, I've seen this. I always, well... I connect, I don't know why, but I've been involved with men that like to send music instead of addressing their feelings or whatever, right? Like, so you're, you're supposed to play detective and figure out what the hell they mean by these songs. And I'm just not good at that. And I don't like it because I don't like trying to be a mind reader because I, I don't interpret music, like none of us probably interpret music the same way as someone else. However, that being said, there were songs that were sent to me in the past four years that I perceived as one way or were explained to me in one way that just in the last few months have been sent to me and now have a whole different meaning. And it's really interesting. It's kind of the same premise as what step 12 looked like to me a year ago to what it looks like today, for example. I mean, the essence is the same, but the interpretation sometimes can be different or the execution can be different. So that kind of happens with music too. And then here's another part of music that gets a little crazy. And this goes to show how much it gets ingrained in us. There are songs that are triggers for me when it comes to gambling 
because the slot machines played the songs. It's absolutely crazy. And it kind of, I mean, it's not triggers like I go run to bat, but it's triggers like it reminds me of sitting in front of these machines for hours and hours. And every time I hear the song, that's the correlation. There's a Britney Spears song that's that way. That Walk Like an Egyptian song is one of the biggest ones that every time it comes on. And then there's sometimes other songs that aren't as prevalent in my memory that I could rattle off like Walk Like an Egyptian or the Britney Spears. Now, mind you, I didn't even play the Britney Spears machine. It was just next to a machine that I like to play. So every time somebody went to a bonus round, I could hear it. And that's just what shows up for me every time I hear the song. So that's just another piece of, well, of the clarification of how music can make us feel. And I obviously want us to focus on the the music that makes us feel well and happy and and gives us the the visions of the future, of a very bright future and a fun future. There's also ones that, I don't know, it's really weird. I don't necessarily have memories or an association with them, but they just make me like happy, like to sing and dance, kind of more like what the reading was talking about. So like Sweet Caroline, right? That's a Boston Red Sox theme song or whatever. I have no affiliation with it whatsoever other than when I hear it. It just is a fun song. There's, um, God, this is going back. Now I'm starting to feel old because some of these songs were like before I was even born, but I still like them. But like, why do you build me up Buttercup? I don't even know who sings it. That's just a fun oldies one. There's there's just some sort of connection to music. And I think I think that we just need to be mindful of it. I think that's what the reading is telling us today is to just take note of how music impacts us. And it can impact us in beautiful ways. So that's my challenge for you today is write down one to three songs or make a playlist of one to two, three songs and spend some time with it and think about what the song means to you or how it makes you feel and what either maybe happy memory that you want to connect to it or future memory. Again, I won't get into all that, you know, Eckhart Tolle and, and Joe Dispenza time frame stuff, but there's a there's a way to capture just just visualize just visualize the future like what a happy bet free life looks like and try to tie it to music and music that ignites your heart that would be my recommendation but also if you're having a good day or a bad day I mean this is one of my coping mechanisms too is if I'm driving down the road and and let's say I was having a bad day there's just days I want to crank the music and just get lost in it. We were walking the other day and um, Bon Jovi's Bad Medicine came on. So there's a couple songs like that I can clearly remember from when I was a truck driver. Like Honey, I'm Home with Shania Twain. I would put it on every time I was getting to the toll booth. That meant I was like an hour away from home after a really long trip. Or this Bon Jovi song just reminded me it was one of the songs I played in the truck all the time. I had this one I think it was a cassette back then. Remember remember cassettes? <laughs> but I had a cassette that had this really nice mix 
maybe it was a CD, but I really think it might have been a cassette. And it had, it was it was weird. It had this Bon Jovi song. It had Shania Twain. It had Jody Messina. I'm all right, and I love that song too. Still to this day, there's just I don't know. Those are just some of my happy fun songs. Like I can I can just rock out and shift my mood. So take advantage. Music is essentially free, right? It's everywhere. Maybe you can build an Apple playlist or Google whatever. I'm not Google Play. I'm not that acclimated to all that droid stuff. Uh, I love Google. I mean, don't get me wrong. They they serve a lot of purposes, and I'm still uh, learning how to navigate their stuff their uh, spreadsheets and all, all that. And that's just reprogramming me. But I, I can't tell you how to do a playlist in Google. Any rate, that's what I'm telling you to do. Maybe it's Christmas music right now. Oh, that was another thing. I think I told you about this the other morning when my counselor sent me the song. My favorite Christmas song was all about the, the girl in the supermarket with the cranberry sauce and she runs into the guy. But I never really... like never really paid attention to the whole song being about them trying to get together all year. It just never occurred to me. I just liked the beat of it and everything. So turns out that song was a love story, but it's one of my favorite Christmas songs. And maybe that's just what you do today is, is think about your favorite holiday Christmas songs. Do something with music. That's your homework, guys. All right, beautiful people. I hope you have a what are we? Thursday? Terrific Thursday. I am getting ready to have my meeting with my counselor. And then there's a summit going on. If this, if you're listening to this as close to real time, but there's a three-day summit going on that has all kinds of interesting guest speakers, all kinds of business and mindset and, and just different people that are resources for different things. And, uh, I get to speak in it on Saturday, which I'm excited and stressed about, but that's what's going on for me the next few days, so I'm sure I will be sharing with you some of the learnings. If you are listening to this December 10th of 2020, it's not too late to sign up. It's free. It's called pathtopowers.com. If you want to check it out, I I was in a in a group last night for like sound check and tech check and all that good stuff. And, and there really is, there's going to be some pretty phenomenal, powerful speakers. I'm actually working with another girl and we're going to be on a little panel together. We'll both get to share our stuff and she has some focuses around grief. And then there's my whole mindset as, as you know, gratitude shows up for me being a gambler and, how it relates to my new life, all that fun stuff. My whole life story in five minutes or less is essentially what happens. But we're going we're gonna to be together in front of everyone, which is pretty exciting. So it's not too late to join if you're listening to this in sort of real time. If you're listening to this five years from now or ten years from now, apologies. You probably know by now, which it's episode 445, that... I don't play by the rules and watch my language to make sure that this is completely evergreen. I just say it how it is in the moment I'm recording it. And thank you for appreciating me for that. I know I appreciate you guys. So have a great day and I will talk to you soon.